Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite foods, and that is oatmeal. Um, we're going to go through 50 facts about oatmeal, and then we're going to, you know, go into some of my personal experiences with oatmeal and why this is one of my favorite foods. Okay, so um, these are just a bunch of random facts. I'm not going to go into a lot of specifics about these facts, but this is just to get your brain working and uh, just to, you know, get your mind into the, you know, the food oatmeal essentially. Okay, so. October 29th is National Oatmeal Day. Uh, oatmeal is used to feed livestock, and only about 5% of the crop that is grown all over the world is used for human consumption. Uh, March 18th is National Oatmeal Cookie Day. Uh, oatmeal is good for your heart. There are over 37 scientific studies that show that eating oatmeal, along with a diet low in saturated fat and cholesterol, can reduce your risk of getting heart disease. Uh, the price of oatmeal is extremely cheap. Um, it's estimated at a cost of 15 cents per serving. It is estimated that 75% of US households have had oatmeal in their cupboards. So if you walked into 75% of households in the United States, uh, they would have oatmeal in their cupboards. Um, it is estimated that an 18 ounce container of oats has um, more than 26,000 rolled oats in the 18 ounce container. Just one half a cup of oats has 25% of your recommended daily intake of biotin. Biotin is a vitamin B that helps your metabolism and digestion. Biotin also helps the growth of health of your hair, skin, and nails. Oatmeal is a great source of protein. Protein helps the formation of collagen in your body. That is why oatmeal makes your skin, hair, and nails look healthier and brighter. Oatmeal is anti-inflammatory. Oatmeal is vegan and vegetarian. Oatmeal contains a soluble fiber that are called beta-glutens. Beta-glutens improve your immune function and also fight off harmful bacteria that lead to illness. Beta-glutens in oatmeal have been linked to preventing cancers such as breast cancer and colon cancer. Oatmeal can help lower your rate of type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is by poor insulin function. Um, it's, excuse me, it's caused by poor inf insulin function. This is called insulin resistance, where insulin can't reach the cells in your body due to too much harmful fat, or somebody consumes a diet high in processed foods or high amounts of refined sugar. So if you have a diet that has too much refined sugar or too, you, know, you eat too much processed foods, uh, your body's gonna have a hard time um, balancing its insulin level, and that's how oatmeal can kind of help, help you a lot with that situation. Oatmeal contains over 300 milligrams of magnesium. Per serving. Magnesium balances your blood sugar to balance your insulin levels naturally. So oatmeal can do a lot for people with, you know, your insulin levels and things like that. Um, there is a downside to oatmeal and diabetes, and, and maybe I'll do a podcast about that. Maybe I'll just add to this one later about that. But um, there is a little bit of a downside, but there's a heavy positive side to eating oatmeal. It can balance out your insulin levels, and it is recommended for people with type 2, type two diabetes and let me be very clear about this. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional nutritionist. I'm not a professional in the, in the medical realm. Um, I highly suggest that if you have questions about your diet and things like that, especially if you have something serious like type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes, that you should, you know, consult with a physician or professional, you know, a medical professional. You know, this is just a podcast. I'm just going over the facts of oatmeal. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not here to give people medical advice. I'm just, you know, going off of the research that I found. And um, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, oatmeal is high in fiber, which helps to make sure 
Your body digests it slowly, which causes your body to release insulin more slowly in the bloodstream, which decreases your chances of insulin spikes. So because oatmeal is really high in fiber, and your body has to break it down longer, which, uh, you know, it causes, causes you to release, you know, insulin slow, slowly. So essentially what they're saying is if oatmeal was, you know, didn't have a lot of fiber in it, it would probably be, break down very easily and you might have an insulin spike. So certain foods that are high, uh, that cause, you know, insulin spikes typically have a lot less fiber in them, you know, like potatoes and things like that. So that is another reason why oatmeal is very good for you. Oatmeal can help fight constipation because of the high magnesium and fiber content. It is even recommended to fight constip constipation by the Whole Grains Council. So anything high in fiber will you know, help you with constipation and the magnesium helps with that as well. Uh, oatmeal originated in Asia, specifically in China, and were grown on the red oat plant. So oatmeal came from China, came from the, you know, the red oat plant. Uh, oats have been cultivated for over 2,000 years in regions all over the world, but gained most of their popularity when they were brought to Europe. So there you go. Scotland first brought oats to North America in the 17th century. Oats were one of the biggest commercial crops and dietary staples for Britain, Germany, Scotland, in Scandinavian countries. In Cedar Rapids, Iowa, has the largest producer of oats in the United States. It is also the home of Quaker Oats. There are many companies that produce oats with a lot of different varieties and some are gluten-free and organic. Uh, oatmeal is the only food source of anthromides, excuse me if I'm saying that wrong, anthromides, a unique group of antioxidants that are believed to protect against heart disease. Uh, 3.5 ounces of raw oats is estimated to have about 389 calories. Um, it contains about 8% water, 16.9 grams of protein, 66.3 grams of carbs, 0 grams of sugar, 10.6 grams of fiber, and 6.9 grams of fat. So that's basically what they estimate is in, you know, 3.5 ounces of, of raw oats. Um, there's a lot of other, you know, uh, vitamins and minerals that would be found in, in you know, a serving of um, oatmeal, but I will get into that in a minute. Uh, carbs make up 66% of oats by dry weight. About 11% of the carbs in 3.5 ounces of raw oats are fiber, while 85% are starch. Um, oats are very low in sugar with only 1% coming from sucrose. So they're very low in sugar. And like I said before, in the last study that I was looking at, they contained zero grams of sugar. So this one's saying they have less than 1%. So regardless of how much sugar is in there, it's, it's an extremely low amount. Obviously, some of this information might overlap or contradict, but it, it's all relatively similar. Uh, starch, which is compromised of long chains of glucose molecules, is the largest component of oats. Starch in oats is different than the starch in other grains. It has a higher fat content and a higher viscosity, which is the ability to bind with water. So there's a lot of starch and oats. Uh, there are three starches found in oats. Uh, rapidly digested starch, which is 7%. This type is quickly broken down and absorbed as glucose. Um, slowly digested starch, which makes up about 22% of the oatmeal. This uh, form is broken down and absorbed uh, a little bit more slowly. And then there's resistant starch, which makes up about 25% of the oat. Resistant starch functions like fiber, escaping digestion, and improving gut health by feeding your friendly gut bacteria. 
Whole oats pack almost 11% fiber per serving. Better gluten, like I talked about earlier, makes up about you know 2.3 to 8.5% of raw whole oats, mostly concentrated in the bran of the oat. Uh, Bitty glutens increase bile acid and lower cholesterol levels, like I talked about previously, and uh, eating oatmeal can lower blood sugar and insulin levels after a, a carb-rich meal. So if you want to lower you know, your blood sugar, your insulin levels, uh, they recommend that you, you, know, you eat oatmeal after eating something with a lot of carbs. You, know, you can use your imagination, maybe pasta, maybe bread, maybe something around, you know, something, anything that contains a lot of carbs, essentially. Uh, you know, like I talked about previously, you know, beta glutens can lower cholesterol, but more specifically, uh, the cholesterol that it lowers is called LDL, which is considered bad cholesterol. Uh, protein makes up about 11 to 17 percent of dry weight, which is a higher uh, weight of protein than most other grains. Uh, the major protein in oats making up about 80 percent of the content of the oatmeal is a, is a specific type of protein called evanillin which isn't found in any other grain, but is similar to proteins found in legumes. The minor protein found in oatmeal is avenin. So it's avenilin and avenin. I know it's kind of complicated. Avenilin and avenin, which is, uh, you know, so avenin is the minor protein. Avenilin is the, is the major protein, which makes up 80% of it. So the minor protein avenin, which is related to wheat gluten, is found in oatmeal. Uh, it is considered safe for most people with gluten intolerance, and the reason why they mention that is because, like they just said, it's related to, um, you know, it's related to wheat gluten. So, even in, you know, it kind of has a similar, you know, biochemistry to, you know, what you would find in, in wheat gluten. But oatmeal is still considered gluten free. Excuse me, a lot of oatmeals are still considered gluten free. Um, and what they're saying here essentially is you should be okay eating gluten free oatmeal if you have a gluten intolerance, because it's not the same, you know, the same components that you would find in gluten or wheat. Oatmeal contains manganese. Manganese is usually found in high amounts in whole grains. This trace mineral is important for development, growth, and metabolism. Oatmeal contains phosphorus. This mineral is important for bone health and tissue maintenance. Oatmeal contains copper. In a lot of Western diet, typically copper is important for heart health. Oatmeal contains vitamin B1, which is also called thiamine. Thiamine is typically found in grains, beans, nuts, and meat. Oatmeal contains iron. Iron is an important component of the hemoglobin, a protein responsible for transporting oxygen in the blood. You know, iron is vital for human health. Um, oatmeal contains zinc. Zinc creates uh, vital chemical reactions in your body. Oatmeal contains selenium. This is an antioxidant that helps certain uh, processes in the body. Low selenium levels are associated with increased risk of premature death, impaired immune and mental functions. Like stated previously, uh, oatmeal contains magnesium. This helps uh, certain processes in the body. So I'm just going over all the minerals found in oatmeal right now. Uh, oatmeal is extremely rich in antioxidants. Now we're talking about antioxidants. Uh, even if three, excuse me for mispronouncing this, but I think it's called even ethromides are a powerful antioxidant found in only oatmeal. They can, they can reduce inflammation in your arteries and regulate blood pressure. Uh, there's another antioxidant called ferulic acid. This is a polyphenol antioxidant found in oats and other cereal grains. Um, phytic acid is another, um, that's another antioxidant found in oatmeal. This is mostly found in the bran. Uh, phytic acid can impair your absorption of minerals such as iron and zinc. So this is a negative thing. You don't want to have phytic acid. 
Um, it's, it's one of the reasons why you know people don't recommend that you eat whole grain foods necessarily or like whole brand fruit. Well, the technical term, I guess, would probably be like whole brand. But, you know, when, when it's a whole grain, they don't remove the, the brand of the, of the grain. And this is where the phytic acid comes from, which is, you know, harmful for your body. And the last thing I'm going to put on the list here for number 50 is that oatmeal may help uh, boost your fullness. This to me is a little bit controversial, maybe just because I'm trying to work on my diet. I've ate a lot of oatmeal. Sometimes I feel full after I eat oatmeal. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes I feel more hungry. So I don't know. Personally, me, I eat a lot of food. I have a heavy appetite, so I can't necessarily say you know, this is right or wrong. Um, it has a lot of fiber, you know, foods that are high in fibers. You know, people tend to say that makes you feel more full. I can't personally, you know, speak on that because I just eat so much food. Um, you know, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. So I don't know. I'm different than most people. I just have a heavy appetite. But I'll talk about how oatmeal has helped me in my life. Um, you know, I have Crohn's disease, which is like a, you know, it's an inflammatory bowel disease which affects your digestion and things like that. Um, it causes a lot of inflammation in the body. So, you know, and I don't always follow the best diet. I need to work on my diet for Crohn's disease. Um, I'm in the process of trying to, you know, eat healthier and live a healthier lifestyle, but I still, you know, sincerely enjoy eating foods. So, you know, you know, I try to eat a lot of oatmeal, you know, in the morning for breakfast, even if I'm eating something else, I try to have, you know, oatmeal, uh, you know, just because it's high in antioxidants, it filters out a lot of the poisons. You know, being on, being having Crohn's disease, I have to take certain medications that are really powerful, uh, and they're toxic for your body. And I'm working on getting off of those medications as well. But um, you know, oatmeal will really you know filter out because it's so high in those three antioxidants that I just named. Those help filter out a lot of the poisons that you know might be found from um, you know some of the some of the chemicals and in, in the you know the medication I have to take. Also, you know, I have a bad habit sometimes to smoke cigarettes or not necessarily cigarettes, black and milds, which is like another tobacco product. And, um, you know, those are very high in toxics, excuse me, very high in toxins. And, you know, that's not good for you. So you know, a lot of times after I'll smoke one of those, I'll feel horrible. And uh, that's why I'm working on quitting that, too, of course, obviously. But if I eat oatmeal, um, you know, it makes me feel a lot better. It'll, it'll filter out. A lot of the, at least I you know obviously I don't I can't put my body under a microscope but I feel a lot better after I eat oatmeal after I do something unhealthy like that or maybe I'll get some fast food and then I'll come home and eat some oatmeal the oatmeal will kind of filter and my this is just all my imagination but this is what I feel like is happening with my body I feel like the antioxidants are filtering out the poisons in my body like I, like I can eat something unhealthy that will maybe you know cause some inflammation in my joints or make me feel sick and then I'll eat some oatmeal. And 30 minutes later, I'll feel so much better, like it's, it's filtering out the toxins in my body. And, um, you know, if you eat something that's hard for your body to digest, you know, oatmeal is very high in fiber. So the fiber will, you know, help your digestion. That's also important for people with, you know, gastrointestinal diseases, because you, you want to make sure that you're, you're, you know, not being constipated. A lot of times if you have, you know, inflammation in your stomach or from some type of disease or something like that, um, you're not going to be able to you know, you have good bowel movements. So you need something that's going to relieve the constipation, constipation. So it's good to have a lot of fiber in your diet. Um, oatmeal definitely does make my skin look a lot healthier, a lot brighter. It makes my, my hair a lot, you know, feel a lot thicker and more vibrant. Um, cause it helps with, you know, your collagen and things like that, uh, because of the proteins in it. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, so I, my skin always looks a lot brighter and a lot clearer and a lot smoother when I eat oatmeal. So that's another reason why I try to eat oatmeal every single day. It makes my skin feel brighter and it looks 
a lot cleaner and smoother. It helps your body produce collagen. If you have any type of, you know, joint issues or anything like that, or if you want to just prevent any type of joint damage, you need to have good collagen in your body. It'll help strengthen your joints and things like that. And um, that certainly does help because I have, a, a, you know, a major cracked SI joint in my leg, which causes tremendous pain. So that really does help. I noticed that the swelling goes down in the joint in my leg when I eat oatmeal. So I always try to eat oatmeal um, for that specific reason. Um, and I just feel like it helps, you know, your brain. It helps you focus better. Uh, I, I, I sincerely feel like I'm just relieved of a lot of poisons in my body when I eat oatmeal. You know, it's a, it's a very detoxifying food. It's very good for you. Um, you know, unless you have, you know, certain maybe diabetes or something like that, I have to look more into that. It might have some health effects. But if you don't have type 2 diabetes or anything like that or type 1 diabetes, I don't really see any negative, you know, downsides to oatmeal. The oatmeal that I eat is gluten-free and it's also organic. You know, I'm, you know, having Crohn's disease, you're not supposed to eat a lot of foods that have, uh, you know, gluten in them. You know, gluten is very inflammatory. It causes swelling in your body. Um, so it's, it's very beneficial for me to get gluten-free oatmeal. Um, organic just means that they don't spray pesticides on it. And there's certain USDA standards that are a little bit higher than, you know, regular, you know, US, you know, regular, uh, food, you know, food, um, requirements and things like that. So it's just a notch up a little bit healthier food, you know, presumably. And, um, yeah, so that's my take on oatmeal. I usually eat my oatmeal with, uh, I use a, a variety of other fruits that I'm going to do podcasts about. Um, I usually make my oatmeal with, um, you know, after I, after I cook it, I'll maybe I'll add, um, raspberries to it. Like, you know, earlier I just ate some oatmeal with some raspberries. Sometimes I'll do oatmeal with blueberries. Sometimes I'll do blue, uh, oatmeal with, uh, rat with, uh, blackberries, but I'm starting to think that my body might not be tolerating blackberries because I've, you know, I've had some, some pretty wild bowel movements from blackberries, but we will see. I'm going to, do a couple more trials and errors with blackberries and I'll see how that works. Um, you know, if, if it depends on, you know, how, how serious you are about dieting or about how serious you are about your health. If, if you're just, you know, you're just taking baby steps to being healthy, you could, you could use, uh, you know, syrup on your oatmeal. It'll taste kind of like a, like a little pancake. Um, you could use honey. Sometimes I do use organic raw honey on my oatmeal, although honey is, is very powerful. It's, it's high in a lot of enzymes and it's very acidic, so just be careful eating honey. It can give you upset stomach. Um, I I don't put honey in my oatmeal anymore because just for that reason, it's very acidic. And, um, you know, people with Crohn's disease and any type of inflammatory bowel disease, you want to kind of keep your you want to keep your digestion at a... What's the word I'm looking for? There's a specific word. There's acidic, and then there's the opposite of acidic, and I should know this. Um, you want to keep it at the opposite of acidic pH level. You want to keep it at a neutral, not, not even neutral, but the opposite of a neutral. I'm so embarrassed I'm forgetting this word on this podcast, but it'll, it'll come alkaline. There you go. You want to keep your body alkaline. You want to keep your body alkaline. Essentially. That's one of the ways people combat Crohn's disease is having an alkaline body, which means you want to avoid inflammatory foods, which would increase the acid levels in your body. So the acid levels, the foods that would increase your acid intake would be maybe like meats or, you know, foods like gluten. I mean, there's all types of foods that, you know, make your body more acidic so you want to do something that's the opposite of acidic so oatmeal is as long as especially if it's gluten-free it's very alkaline fruit most fruits especially berries are very alkaline anti-inflammatory so it's very good for you guys um and all those other chemicals like zinc i wouldn't even call them chemicals even they are chemicals minerals 
zinc, magnesium, manganese, all that stuff, that really helps your brain. It really helps your cognitive function. And it helps other stuff in your body too, like, you know, like copper. It helps your heart health and things like that. So all those minerals, yeah, they help your body tremendously, but they also help your brain. They help, I notice I feel a lot sharper when I eat oatmeal. I can focus a lot better. Um, all those minerals really, you know, really help your brain. And, um, you know, I just don't have anything negative to say about oatmeal. Oh, one other thing I forgot to add about oatmeal. It can really help your, um, really help you lose weight. And, um, and just because it's high in fiber, fiber is really good for your body. And, um, it makes you feel full and it's an extremely healthy meal. And, you know, it lowers your cholesterol. So, you know, oatmeal really will help you lose weight. So if you're that's how I've lost a lot of weight. I've noticed I've lost significant weight because of oatmeal. Cause I eat oatmeal every day. If you eat, you know, two meals with oatmeal every day, like I, I put about four packets of oatmeal in, in my bowl when I make it with, a, I make it with about, you know, just a, a standard water bottle. Um, if you if you eat like maybe eight packets of oatmeal a day, I guarantee you you're gonna lose weight. If you do that, if you eat two two you know eight packets of oatmeal a day, when they come in the box, I guarantee you you'll lose weight if you do that every day. And that's how I've kept my weight down. I've lost 50 pounds this year. Um, I was almost at around 300 pounds. I was around 290. You know, last time I weighed in on the scale I was around 240. Um, you know, my weight fluctuates up and down. Um, but you know, I've lost, you know, essentially 50 pounds. I'm trying to keep the weight off, maybe lose a little bit more, but oatmeal will really help you lose weight. And it's just, I really don't have anything negative to say about this food. Like I said, I was going to go back on the podcast and do a little bit more research about why it's, it's, it's controversial for people with type two diabetes or whatever, but I don't even, I don't even really want to do that because I don't want to say anything negative about oatmeal because it's helped me so much in my life. But, um, yeah, I, I highly recommend that you try it. Um, and talk to your physician, your doctor, your nutritionist, your medical professional, advisor, whatever, about your diet. But um, it's a food that's helped me a lot in my life. I'm going to continue eating it. And um, I'm going to try to drop one of these podcasts every day. I'm going to do 50 facts about a different food. And um, I'm going to gather up more information. Like I said, I'm not a medical professional, not a nutritionist, anything like that. I'm just somebody who's trying to gather information and better my life and my experiences. And I'm trying to help you guys too. And, and we'll grow as I learn about different foods. And I'll try to be as, you know, honest and genuine with you about what's going on in my life and, you know, how I can help you guys. And uh, we'll just grow on this experience. I'm going to do 50 facts about a different food every day. And maybe we'll move into other categories. Who knows what's next? Maybe animals, maybe plants, maybe different, you know, topics that are going on in the world right now. But we're just going to keep these podcasts rolling. I'm going to keep the content content rolling because I noticed what I was doing before is I was doing a lot of podcasts um, just, you know, taking forever to do a whole podcast you know you know summarizing a book or my thoughts on a you know 900 page 800 page book and that would take forever and in the meantime I'm just not you know not dropping content I'm not seeing the results I'm not getting the views that I want so we're gonna do you know smaller podcasts and we're gonna get the views up and then maybe we'll start doing some bigger projects but I, I gotta get the views up I want to, you know, show you guys I'm engaging with you guys and, um, you know, make, make this thing worthwhile, man, because I, I love my podcast. It gives me a voice. Um, I feel like I'm reaching somebody out there, you know, and hopefully, you know, I've certainly been reached by a lot of podcasts. So it's, it's deeper than me just, you know, dropping 50 facts about food. I'm going to, you know, give you insight on my life, things that are going on in my life and, um, you know, how these foods are helping me or how these foods are, are not helping me. You know, there's certain foods that are very bad for Crohn's disease that I, you know, sometimes, you know, like to enjoy 
and I'll tell you guys, hey, if you have inflammatory bowel problems, stay away from this food or this, that, and the third. And we're going to break down everything. And, I, and quite frankly, I'm going to learn about what foods are bad for Crohn's disease because I know a lot of foods that are bad for Crohn's disease, but I'm going to find out certain things about foods and why I might have a reaction to this, that, or the third. Like, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, obtain as much knowledge as possible. And we're going to grow in this journey, guys. And these podcasts are going to get better. There's going to be content dropped every day. And I'm not going to let my audience hold their breath anymore. You guys are going to be in for some fun and some cool stuff. So thanks for bearing with me. And um, we're going to bring this thing back to life, guys. Thanks for tuning in.